Hey everyone, welcome back to Just One More Opinion. My name is Charlie, and in a week's time, on the 19th of March, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier will debut on Disney+. Plus. So I thought I would share with you some thoughts and theories I have regarding the second MCU series. I hope you enjoy and join the conversation, so let's go. Okay guys, before I begin, two things. First, I'm not recording this episode on my ideal uh, recording space, so the audio might be a bit uh, less uh, good <laughs> in, in terms of quality, but hopefully you can still hear me just fine. And secondly, I would like to tell you that although I won't share any spoilers regarding the um, the first MCU MCU uh, MCU series WandaVision that ended last week I might predict some of the things that happen in Falcon and the Winter Soldier so beware of potential spoilers for that show if I get in anything right I'll also mention some things that are known from trailers and general marketing from for, for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So if you haven't seen any trailers or other s- info, then maybe um, yeah, you've been warned. Uh, I guess. Well, if you're listening to this, then maybe you won't mind my theorizing and predicting and whatnot. So you you have probably been aware of what was shown in the trailers and other stuff. Well, you know what? I'm just going to start actually. First off. What do we know about Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Well, it will star Anthony Mackie's Sam Wilson, a.k.a. the Falcon, and Sebastian Stan's Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier, in a spy-slash-comedic duo show. Six episodes in length, 50-something minutes in each episode. And the, the returning characters that we're aware of are Sharon Carter, a.k.a. Agent 13, played by Emily Van Camp, and Helmut Zemo, played by Daniel Brull, both last seen in Captain America Civil War five years ago, which is just crazy. The story, or at least the majority of it, happens after the events of Endgame, and the presumable premise regards Falcon and the Winter Soldier living with the weight and responsibility of carrying out the legacy of Captain America, especially Sam, who was given the shield by old man Steve Rogers at the end of Endgame. Most of the remainder of the plot is a mystery. The additional info we know is that Wyatt Russell will be playing John Walker, or U.S. Agent, the government's or people's choice for the title of Captain America, and that the Flag Smashers organization will make an appearance, probably by order of Zemo, although I don't know much about them. And speaking of which, Zemo will finally become comic book accurate Baron Zemo, with his purple mask, and I have a theory about that, more on that in a bit. And there have also been indications that the character of uh, George Batroke, aka Batroke the Leaper, will make an appearance after his 
cinematic introduction in Captain America the Winter Soldier back in 2014. Probably as a cameo fight scene, I believe. And yeah, okay, apart from apart from that, we know that there is some <laughs> friendly friction between our two main protagonists, which will no doubt provide some of of the most or most of the the show's humor. And that is it. So let's dive right into some predictions. And okay, so some of these won't be like original, original. I might have read or seen something somewhere, and I'm just, I'm just relaying info or combining theories. But somewhere along the way, I might have some pseudo or original thinking in there. Um, we'll see. And I'm gonna start with Falcon. And I'm pretty sure we will get a flashback scene of him with Riley, his pilot, uh, his co-pilot friend, both of them in the Falcon exoskeletons, probably showing us what happened with Riley, how he died and why. Just some background history for Sam Wilson that has has been some somehow missing since his debut in Captain America uh, the Winter Soldier. We had some 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 indications of what his life was like before that movie, but nothing in concrete. So I'm pretty sure we will um, explore more of who he is or, or who he was. And that would be just really nice to, to have a great explanation, I would say, like yeah, an, an explanation for his delayed decision to get back into the Falcon persona. And maybe why he is reluctant now to become Captain America. However, I don't think the issue will lie within Falcon alone. As it has been teased that... Okay, yeah, maybe he is feeling or not feeling ready to take up the mantle. Maybe he's feeling um, like he doesn't deserve it. Like, it, it's not his place. But the people, the world, might also don't want him to become Captain America. Him or Bucky. For Bucky, it, it might be obvious. He, he is a public criminal, of course, manipulated by Hydra. And I'll get to that in a second. So people might not want him to pay to, uh, to, to play... Captain America to be the next Captain America, and they might want him to pay for his crimes, not to mention to yeah just <laughs> to stay away from being a hero. But with Falcon, well, that's where things can get interesting um, and culturally important. The idea that America doesn't want a black man to be Captain America can perhaps be a, f a powerful plot point for the show. And sadly, quite relevant nowadays with what started happening last year. But more importantly, what has been happening for many decades uh, in America. I, and I don't mind getting political. And I certainly do not mind if Marvel gets political. I think it should. They, they have been like the platform. They have, they have the platform not, not only to entertain us, but to educate on and elevate these issues 
Marvel has always been vocal in the comics about injustice. For example, the the X-Men, the mutants, were a projection of the people that were looked as others in the real world. People targeted for being different, other than unique. And mutation was just this great metaphor for uh, for individuality. That's why I'm really excited to see what they what the X-Men movie, and before that, the Eternals movie, will be about. But coming back to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, even if the reality of racism is just mentioned or used as a subtext, um, because maybe putting it in the front line might, I don't know, upset some people, Marvel would have at least done something, said something, taken a stand, taken the right stand, and I hope they do. I hope the, um, there's more to it. I bet I bet there is. And I'm sure they know what they're doing with the writing and such. And just putting this issue right up there. Making it one of the, um, the plot points for the show. I think... Yeah, I think it's really important. I'm hoping they do something similar or something like that. Um, because they do have the voice and the platform to do so, to impact people in, in a positive way. But we'll have to wait and see. And this leads me, not to Bucky just yet, but to US agent John Walker, since what I just said ties nicely into his role in the story. From set photos and some marketing, it has been hinted that maybe John Walker won't be just a bad version of Captain America, the Captain America that people and the government chose. I think that there's something more to him. Maybe Walker is like severely sick or injured from his time in the army and that there is no place for him uh, to go. There is no one for him to be. There is no path for him. So being the subject for the new super soldier serum or whatever, is the only way out for him. And w it would be kind of ironic, even poetic, that they will advertise him as a war hero becoming an actual superhero because of the reality of how <laughs> real war heroes are treated in America, especially how he was treated before getting the serum. And so most likely thing to happen is for US agents to be deeply conflicted about being a puppet, a manipulated super soldier. Um, and I think that his moral compass will play a massive role, at least in the final episodes. And speaking of the super soldier serum, why is it coming back? Who enabled that to happen? Well, Thanos snapped his fingers and half of the, pu the population disappeared. The world wasn't ready for that. So the super soldier program returned to prevent that from ever happening again. And maybe Thunderbolt Ross was heavily involved in that, which could tie to his appearance in the upcoming Black Widow movie, which premieres right after the Falcon and Winter Soldier series finale, and maybe even to the She-Hulk show, since in the MCU, the Super Soldier Serum and the Gamma experiments that Banner was doing are linked. And maybe William Hurt, who plays Ross, will have a cameo in this. Uh, but I am 80% positive that this show and Black Widow will set up 
his role as the leader of the anti-heroes or even full-blown villains um, team, the Thunderbolts, with Baron Zemo as the public leader of that team. And I will do an episode in the future, in the maybe far future, about the Thunderbolts. But for now, let's talk Zemo. Like I said before, Helmet Zemo will finally wear his famous purple mask from the comics. And I think, amongst other fans, of course, that maybe he is teasing Falcon. He's teasing the Winter Soldier and the whole world. Not only the color, but the rugged fabric of his mask resembles the face of the mad titan Thanos. Someone who was able to defeat the Avengers, split them apart apart far better than Zemo had. So maybe he idolizes Thanos and he's using a purple mask as both an homage and a reminder to the surviving heroes. Maybe, just maybe. It would be a realistic reason as to why he decided to cover his face now and not in Civil War. Uh, but anyway, how did he escape uh, captivity? Maybe the snap caused a disruption in the raft or whatever he, he was imprisoned in and he was able to escape. Or maybe Thunderbolt Ross himself decided to release him for his immoral plan. Whatever the case is, I'm sure that there is a good reason as to why he is free and it won't be a simple breakout plan from Zemo, I'm sure. And the other thing that may be influencing Zemo to continue with his plan of eradicating heroes could be the memory of Civil War. How he killed the hibernating remaining Winter Soldiers instead of using them and perhaps he now regrets that decision. Perhaps now he wants some super soldiers, some super individuals in the palm of his hand, someone to control, someone like US Agent. Which would further connect him to Thunderbolt Ross if and only if he does indeed have a role in Walker being the choice for becoming the new Captain America and um, maybe the organization known as the Flag Smashers end up being a publicity stunt trying to make Walker the hero and Wilson and Bucky just outlaws, unfit to protect the world and its people, unfit to be the next Captain America. And as a spy show, there must be lots of twists and turns, and that's just one that I'm attempting to foresee, hopefully successfully, or hopefully not successfully, as I do not wish to predict every major plot point, because if I do, um, that would suck. But also, Marvel, hire me, please. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And let's now quickly talk about Bucky. Besides still being viewed as a threat by the public eye, I think that Bucky will be on the lookout, on the constant lookout, for anyone trying to control him. There is a quick shot in the trailers where he is seen uh, confronting, talking to Zemo, and I believe that in that scene, Zemo will try to use that Hydra word sequence to control him, and it won't work because of his time in Wakanda and Shiri's work, 
disabled that, that sequence's influence on his mind. And maybe we have another flashback sequence where we may see, mm, well, we may see some connection to his time as the Winter Soldier. And okay, okay, guys, this might be a doozy. And if I get this right, it might even be a major spoiler. <laughs> so I'm sorry if I do get this right and ruin your life. But yeah, buckle up. Maybe the flat a flashback sequence of Winter Soldier will connect very personally to Falcon himself. So, we found out in Captain America the Winter Soldier that Arnim Zola, the Red Skull's right-hand man, the genius scientist in Captain America the First Avenger, was turned into a machine that could predict some events in the future, much like I am doing now. <laughs> Just kidding. Or am I? And Machine Zola could make predictions about potential future threats. We had that scene with Hydra agent Jasper Sitwell where he name drops Stephen Strange. Uh, and Doctor Strange, the movie, was released two years after that. And he, he also drops other names like uh, Bruce Banner and so on. So, what if years before Captain America the Winter Soldier, uh, before 2014, Zola foresaw Sam Wilson as the Falcon, an ally to his enemy, Captain America. And so he sent the Winter Soldier to exterminate him while on a mission. But what happened? Well, things went wrong and Bucky missed his shot and killed Riley instead. And Sam never found this out. He thought was an accident, that he was shot with the RPG that he mentioned um, in that movie, but, but by, but by um, an anonymous uh, enemy. And I know that you might be thinking, uh, again, just like with Tony's parents in Civil War, really? Uh, you, well, yes, because that's what Bucky fears, those things to happen again, to the truth to come out and for him to lose his friends create more friction between him and Sam it would be kind of poetic if this was indeed the case history repeating itself Bucky living with the consequences of being a puppet for Hydra of being the villain of the story and maybe yeah I'm, I'm way in over my head maybe I'm not we'll find out in the, in the next few weeks I guess but it would be a nice way for that la like last episode to have some real tension, not only between our heroes and um, villains, but between, but but amongst our heroes, I don't know. We'll have to see. But before I wrap up this episode, there has been rumors that Carl Lumbly will play Isaiah Bradley, and that a younger black actor might play Elijah Bradley. And if you don't know who these characters are, allow me to educate you on the Marvel <laughs> comics history. Um, first, they are grandfather and grandson. Uh, Isaiah was one of the first people to undergo experimentation with the super s uh, soldier serum against his will. He gained super strength and was used as a puppet soldier 
in World War II. And maybe in the MCU the story will be slightly different, but I'm but if they indeed have him, I'm pretty sure that what they'll do is have Isaiah be the actual first Captain America, quote unquote, paving the way for Falcon, another African American soldier, to take up the mantle. Um and yeah, just like it as a general, uh, I don't know, like, as I said, the public might not want Falcon to be the Captain America. Maybe that's just because of the color of his skin, which is ridiculous, but that's, that is America. And having that information of uh, Isaiah Bra Bradley would maybe help the, the public make up their minds. I don't know. I think that might play a role if he is indeed in the series and yeah but but let's go to Elijah Bradley the grandson he was not another super soldier subject but rather just a kid who wanted to be super too and thus used the mutant growth hormone to get stronger and in the comics he is now Patriot one of the young Avengers some things here might be different for the MCU, like the, it's not going to be the mutant growth hormone, it might actually just be another super soldier serum or something like that. But I do believe that Falcon and the Winter Soldier will also set up the Patriots' uh, debut and future membership of the young in the Young Avengers roster. And okay guys, some, some final thoughts. First, I think I'm gonna love this. Um, it's completely different from WandaVision, and I did love that very much. And it is kind of similar to the Captain America movies, at least the last two, but I did love those also very much. Uh, and so I don't mind that the tone or style is akin to them, because <laughs> Mackie as Falcon is hilarious. Mackie is an hilarious guy, really funny. And his interactions with Stan's Bucky are just gold. I love those in, in Civil War. I think they were, those were so funny. So having these two star in their own show, have the spotlight for a while, is just freaking awesome. I expect setups for uh, something to do with Thunderbolt Ross, um, the Young Avengers project, whether that's a movie or a TV show. And maybe She-Hulk as well. And also maybe like a post-credit scene for the Black Widow to set up the Black Widow movie. It would kind of make sense. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see. One more week, guys. One more week. And that is it for today, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope I didn't predict too much and spoil anything. But hey, I told you that could be a possibility, so don't blame me. Uh, anyway, I, I hope you are all doing alright. This has been just one more opinion. I have been Charlie, and you have been awesome. Take care and goodbye.